This is Seven Sports. Good morning and welcome along to Butties for Breakfast here on Seven Sport for the next hour. Um, it's a bit warm, isn't it? Already a little bit warm. We're, we're sort of just after half eight, 20 degrees according to my phone. It's going to be a bad one. And ba- I only say bad because, you know, I'm a big lad. I'm not built for this sort of weather, really. It's not for me. It really isn't for me. Um, according to this, it, you know, according to, to, my, to my phone's app, feels like 20. Feels a bit warmer than that in the flat at the moment, got to be honest. But we're here. And uh, it's, it's a weird build-up to this week, isn't it? There was uh, plenty of talk, as there, there expected to be, about the weather and the, the temperature it's going to reach this afternoon. Potential, you know, 36, 37 degrees in some areas. And the whole week, there's been speculation in regards to each league, what they're going to do, whether games will actually get played, whether it's unsafe to play games. We have fixtures. That's the most important thing. There are fixtures in and around the county. Northern Senior League gave the option to their players, uh, well, players, their, their teams, and said, "Look, if you want to, you know, postpone the game, it's up to you." In a way, it's kind of common sense has prevailed in terms of that. A lot of the, the Northern Senior League grounds, it's effectively just in playing fields and no real shade which makes it very difficult, you know, in, in, in some of the stadiums, for example, at Hellenic and Southern League and, and what have you, tends to be a bit more shady, a little bit more, you know, closed in because of the, the stands and the buildings and, and what have you. So, yeah, flexibility for, for the Northern Senior League where, you know, maybe you're, you're a bit more in the open and a bit more, um, you know, left to the elements, how you should say. But... As I said, there are fixtures today. We are looking at going down to Tuffley Rovers versus Lydney in the Hellenic Premier. So we got that being previewed. Um, by either side, really, Lydney Town have served up Tom Baldwin. Apparently, he's put his hand up and said, yeah, I fancy you go at Buddy's for breakfast. I fancy you go coming on live. And uh, yeah, delighted with that. Just means we don't have to have Rich Thomas on again, which is uh, great news for me. And then from a Tuffley Rovers perspective, Kieran Squires is on the programme a little bit later on as well. Um, the third guest, which we'll get on in about sort of 10 minutes' time, I was kind of just trying to book uh, the right guest, really, and, and I was sort of thinking about it last night, and I thought, you know, there's a lot of pressure on referees today. There'll be a lot of eyes on the match officials and how they handle the, the situation. Um, you know, Drinks breaks every 15 minutes is being touted in, in most leagues at the minute. So referees are going to have to handle that correctly. And, uh, you know, temperature, temperatures, tensions may get, uh, you know, pretty high in the, the heat. Could be, a, could be an issue. So we'll speak to former referee Gary Chapman about how difficult, you know, refereeing in these situations can be. Got to think about players' welfare. Maybe a bit more than, than than you usually would, but we'll have a chat with him. See what he reckons. He's usually a good chat. Is uh, the the in the spotlight interview showed? So yeah, that's what we got coming out today. Really, it's quite a laid back show as, as it always is here. Um, a reminder: you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast on Twitter at Seven Sport, um, Facebook.com forward slash Seven Sport, info at Seven on the email, and Seven underscore Sport on the Instagram. But yeah, it's, it's been a weird week, a week full of games, full of games for myself. Uh, I was at Tuffy Rovers Tuesday night for their defeat against Morven Town. Then on Wednesday night, we were at Long Levens' draw against Fairford, and also in the Hellenic Prem. And then on Thursday night, I was back at Long Levens to see uh, the under-18s against Slimbridge under-18s in a pre-season friendly, which was very, very good, very entertaining. Um, both sets of players you know, gave it their all, really. So, you know, what you... What you want to see, especially when you're watching the under-18s players, you want to see the players enjoying it. You want to see them, you know, learning as they're doing, improving. And, yeah, the, the two the two uh, Cheltenham Youth Floodlit League games uh, in the under-18s league, the two pre-season friendlies I've seen with those sides in that, very, very entertaining, very, very impressive. So it could be a good season for that league. But... Today it's also a big day in the Southern League. It is the first day of the season for them. 
Um, plenty going on. There's a home game for Slimbridge. They play Shoaling. Um, everyone else uh, is away, really. Uh, Bishop's Cleave, they head to AFC Totten. Eastham United, uh, they make the trip down to Froome. Um, Centre for Town, they go to Wimborne. Uh, Wimborne, very, very tough side, who've uh, come back down into the, the Southern Div 1 South. Sinderford are going to have to go there, and it's always a tough place to go. Over in the Central Division, Sirencester start away at Biggleswade Town. Um, Gloucester City, they have their home, sorry, their first home league game of the season. Um, they have Boston United in town, which is, uh, again, a tricky, tricky one for... Um, for Gross City this afternoon, they did lose to, to Darlington last week, of course, and pressure on. They had an open day yesterday afternoon at the Target Turf Stadium. Looks like there was a, a good turnout, good good number of photos of, of people with their favourite players was on Twitter last night. So, yeah, it seems to have been well received, which is good. And they'll be back at uh, Target Turf Stadium today for the big match. In the Hellenic Prem, it's Long Levens versus Hereford Lads Club. Our featured game, which is Tuffley Rovers versus Lydney Town. Westfields versus Fairford. And Worcester Raiders versus Brimscombe and Frupp. A tough one for Brimscombe, that. Worcester Raiders, who beat Fairford 5-1 on the opening day, have since won against Daventry in the FA Cup replay. They're fancy to win the league. Um, People were talking about the budget they've got this season being uh, touted around. It's a ridiculous budget for Hellenic Premier um, and really does sort of spoil spoil that level of football for me. It's it's not cool. Uh, You know, you want them just to really win the league this year and and get over it and and get on with Southern League and just leave everyone else to it, really. Uh, In Hellenic Div 1, Sirencester Town Development have another... Um, all Gloucester Affair, they have Cheltenham Saracens, uh, FC Stratford versus Bolton Rovers, uh, Long Crendon versus Morton Rangers, Shortwood United versus Malmesbury Victoria, and Stonehouse versus Hartbury University. Um, interestingly, uh, the Sirencester Devs game will be one to look at, really, um, as potentially being off, could, could potentially be off, um, in the sense that if it reaches sort of 34, 35, like it's expected to reach later on, there's a picture doing the rounds on Twitter that, you know, on the plastic pitch, it's going to feel nearly double that. It's going to feel very, very, very hot on there. So there is a question mark over whether, you know, playing on the artificial surface is the right thing to do, um, especially with the you know player welfare being paramount at this point. But interesting to see what will happen with that one. Uh, in the County League, it's the first day of the County League as well. Only four fixtures in that. Uh, Gala Wilton versus Cribs Reserves. Little Stoke versus Bromley Heath United. Quedgley versus Patchway Town. And Wick versus Broadwell Amateurs. Um, and I mentioned as well the Northern Senior League gave their sides the option to postpone their games if they needed to. Um, as it currently stands, there's only two games that are currently still standing. That's the uh, Leonard Stanley, King Stanley Derby, and also Bybury versus Staunton and Course. So keep an eye on Twitter throughout the morning as temperatures are expected to to rise and maybe a couple of question marks about some of the games in regards to whether they will go ahead or whether um, it's going to be a case of, you know, just we'll call it a day today and we'll, we'll go again another time. But what we're going to do at this point, we're going to go for a short song. When we come back, we'll have a chat with Gary Chapman about just how difficult it can be to officiate in these conditions. This is Ed Sheeran on Base for Breakfast. Ed Sheeran, Shivers. A bit of irony there, though. I played a song called Shivers when I'm already sat here um, wanting to peel my own skin off. It's that hot in here. Um, How a text in from Warren Mann. He's listening. The uh, Tuffley Rovers captain who acquainted himself very, very well with the Morven Town fans in midweek. They uh, they wanted his blood. They really did. Um, and I sort of turned around at the point and said, you know, this is really tame for him. The way he's uh, just on the wind-up, just tripping up players, you know, just being a bit physical and a bit needly. And, uh, yeah, it was really tame from Warren. I expected him to up the ante a little bit, but he never did. And, uh, yeah... They were getting angry at Warren Man at like 50%. If you had a 100% Warren Man, yeah, 
It would have probably invaded the pitch. Let's get Gary Chapman on the phone. He uh, had an In the Spotlight episode in the, the summer, which was a very, very good chat. Morning, buddy. Morning, Gary Chapman, live on 7 Sport. How are you this morning, mate? Uh, we are not too bad, right? How are you? Yeah, all good. Um, hot enough for you already, is it? Sorry? Is it hot enough already for you? Oh, yes, it's already climbing already, and I, I'm glad that uh, I'm not out uh, on the on the green bit today, I have to say. I should be by the paddling pool with the barbecue going a little bit later. I know that's rubbing it in, but I'm sorry that's the way it is today. <laughs> well, one of the reasons why I thought I'd, I'd, I'd have a chat with you, first and foremost, obviously, you know, from the Inner Spotlight interview, how good of a chat it was and, and what have you. But then I thought, you know, with today being as hot as it's expected to be, you're, you seem like you'd be the perfect man to give us an insight into just how hard it can be to officiate in these sort of conditions. Oh, the, these conditions are the worst. We we moan about the uh, hard ground uh, in the winter, you know, with the ice and snow and uh, coldness and whatever, you know, so your core temperature is either cold or it's hot, um, you know, so, but this one is is possibly the worst. Uh, so not just for uh, match officials, it is for players too. Um, you know, so uh, anybody who's in a semi-pro club uh, will already be getting uh, water on board. Their guidance will already be there. But local grassroots football, um, they just turn up an hour before the game, get changed, don't think about any sort of preparation, uh, and then wonder why they dehydrate very, very quickly um, and uh, struggle then for, for 90 minutes. It's all about preparation, not just best, possibly about. Sorry, right? It's That's just right. not possibly about the, their preparation, but preparation for the ground as well. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's a, it's a, a hard surface, the same as you would uh, class a, a frozen pitch. However, the difference is you're likely to have cracks in the pitch. Now they need to be sorted before you you even could contemplate playing. Um, if you could, you know, we were always uh, <clears throat> under the guidance. If you sort of like. Uh, fist your uh, hand up if you can get your hand into a hole of that magnitude that needs to be sorted before you even uh, you warm up let alone uh, yeah. uh, play a game on it you know are you surprised that there's not more um, you know non-league games that are being called off you know even precautionary called off because of how hard the pitches and, and dry the pitches will be yeah, I'd, I'd seen uh, uh, a social tweet from the Atlantic League asking for comments uh, about the weather um, and the state of pitches at the moment, because obviously we are in a drought situation. Um, but uh, there's nothing been done yet. Um, locally, uh, luckily in the uh, Stroud League, we have no games mm. scheduled for another two weeks. Um, but there are still pre-season friendlies going on. Um, but there's and the leagues have no control over those. That's down to clubs. Now, if clubs want to play these games to get their match fitness up and their tactics right uh, and sharpen their their centre forward up ready for the start of the season, then that's up to them. But they really must take care of their of their welfare as well. They have a duty of care. You know, for a, a dangerous pitch. There's two types of dangerous pitches. One is, like we said, Ryan is in the winter. The other one then is in the summer. The only difference between the two is one is uh, you slip uh, in the ice uh, and frost or you have a great big crack uh, going down the centre of your pitch. So that's the two danger areas. Falling on a hard pitch makes no difference in the summer or the winter. It's Mm. just those two little variations because if you slide, you have no control. And then if you fall in a hole... That's no control as well. You're likely to break an ankle or, or turn an ankle over or even more serious. You could do an ACL and that's what you don't want. So that's the difference between those, those those two scenarios, mate. But clubs need to take a, you know, have a duty of care and do that. Um, but, you know, for, for leagues, yes, uh, they can um, give you some guidance. Water breaks, you know, you generally you, you go 22 minutes you know, so you do a half of a half and then, you know, uh, you'll have a water break. But how long do you have that water break for? Mm. Temperature is set, set to reach 34 again plus today. Um, I'm, I'm not sure 20 minutes uh, or 22 minutes of, a, uh, of running around at semi-professional level and even at grassroots level um, is sufficient. I think they may need to, to drop that down and make it 15 and, and have two, uh, two breaks 
uh, in the first half because then you get half time, then mm. two breaks in the second half, and then you've got the end of the game. Um, so, but that's 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 my opinion. Um, the, the GFA have, I believe, have issued a uh, weather uh, update for um, clubs, but whether they um, they take it on board or not is, or whether they have the staff to do it, especially at grassroots level. Do they have the staff to to do all these things um, and and the facilities? That remains to be seen, but it is this this time of year, or especially in a, you know in a hot uh, uh, drought system, it's it's not the best to be running around it. But again, it is preparation, as I said earlier. And how much power would a referee have to you know turn up to a game, make the executive decision that you know this is unsafe and this is you know put putting everyone's welfare sort of first? Really, you know, I imagine it differs from league to league, would it? Uh, it, it, no, it doesn't. If you, if the laws of the game, if the uh, player's surface is unsafe, uh, safety is paramount. Um, you cannot put players or match officials because bear in mind the match official has got to run on that pitch as well. Yep. Uh, so therefore, if it's unda- if it's dangerous for a match official, it's dangerous for a player. It's dangerous for a, you know for a physio to come on to treat a player. Then you don't play that game. Uh, I've called many games off. Uh, just before, probably 20 minutes before kickoff, because of the weather, especially in the winter, not generally in the summer. Uh, that's done uh, really early in the day that if they can't sort the pitch out. But in the winter, you know, where you've got uh, frost, or it's been cold all day, the lights are, uh, you know, you're playing an evening game um, and you, you just get there. You're thinking, this has got a real potential of not starting tonight. So just quickly liaison with all your with the management staff of both sides and say, look, you know, we're in a bit of doubt here. And they'll say, how long do you want to give it? And you'll say, well, I'll give it to about 15, 20 minutes before kickoff. Then we'll make another decision. But you're constantly out checking the pitch all the time. Every 10 minutes, you're back out on the pitch. You put your footwear on and you'll check it. And then you'll say, yeah, I'm happy with it. We'll go with it. Or no, I'm not happy. We won't play. Simple as. Um, but summer is different. There's you. You don't have that sliding aspect. You just have those cracks, mm. and they're clearly to see. So you would then be in, in contact there with the, the ground staff. Say, look, can you get some sand? Can you get some soil? Can you pack it down? But the cracks, when a crack appears, it's not just a little crack that's about four or five inches deep. Sometimes they go they go uh, horrendously deep. You know, you could put a, a five a five foot uh, piece of stick, you know, or a pole into the ground, and it still doesn't touch the bottom of that crack because it just opens up. Mm. Um, you know, so but if the ground staff can deal with that uh, and make that safe, then you have no problems. You know, right footwear uh, for for hard grounds, um, you'll be fine. Obviously, there's also the question, especially in in the modern day, um, you know, the artificial pitches that are around, you know, there's no real way to, they're not going to get cracks on on those, but, you know, it is still going to be unbearably hot on those artificial surfaces. Yes, again, uh, artificial, I have, uh, luckily for me, I don't have to cut my grass, I have artificial grass at home, and exactly the same if if my uh, grandchildren come round, we give it a spray uh, of water before, uh, especially in uh, you know these last couple of weeks, so that there's they don't burn themselves, uh, and the same with uh, people like Bishop's Cleave, they will be out watering this morning uh, to get a, a, a to get it cool, get a temperature down, uh, and then possibly five or six minutes before, after the players have warmed up on it, uh, got their, their 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 body in condition, then once they've gone back into the into the uh, dressing room ready to come out, the uh, the club will have the, the facility to dampen it down yet again um, but then that's if I'm not sure up in, uh, in Bishop's Cleave we pick on Bishop's Cleave um, because we know their pitch and we don't know whether they are in a uh, whether they're Seven Trent or Wessex Waters because that's the two that we have in this county Wessex Water is a hose pipe ban yeah. um, Seven Trent don't at the minute so uh, it depends on which one they, they get their water from uh, as to whether they can do that and, and, and you know obviously you've refereed a, a number of levels does it usually have an impact more so when it's more grassroots, as I was sort of saying before, bringing you on? You know, a lot of the Northern Senior League games that have been called off today, you look at where they would have been played, not too much shade for not just players, but also spectators who could go and watch as well. Um, so, you know, does that have a bearing to the sort of level of shade and cover that there could be? 
Well, generally, you don't. There's no shade on a pitch. Um, mm. It's only when it's only when the, the sun rotates. Uh, obviously, when it's when it's moving over, uh, you know, to drop down uh, later on in in the evening. Um, but uh, generally, the, the pitch is fully fully open, no matter whether it's grassroots or a professional game. You might get a, um, an eighteen yard box on a professional game where the stand is so high it does cover uh, that area. Um, but uh, it, it doesn't stop the heat. There might be a bit of shade. All it does is it stops his, uh, uh, you know, being blinded by the sun. It don't really stop the heat because the core temperature at pitch level is higher than it is probably in the ambient temperature upstairs, mm. you know, up in the air. So um, it's it, it, it's not a, it's not a nice, pleasant uh, thing to run around in. Um, but you know, if if they prepare correctly, they should be able to get themselves uh, through ninety minutes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I'd start taking water on board now. If if we were travelling to a game or had been there last night, we would have been starting to uh, take water on board, fluids on board, uh, make sure not too much at any one time. You don't want to be uh, bloated, so you would just gradually during the course of the uh, of the morning from breakfast onwards start filling yourself with water uh, and fluids. And not leave it, you know, grassroots level, unfortunately, the guys, like I said, will pitch up at uh, uh, two o'clock, ready for a three o'clock kickoff and put a lot of water on board in a very short space of time. That's not going to do them no good at all. Not at all. So they need to be doing it now or, you know, at least, uh, yeah, nine o'clock now. They need to be doing it now, ready for that three o'clock or 2.30 kickoff. Get that water on board uh, and uh, just keep your core temperature nice and cool and then it's up to the referee then to say lads we'll have three break. we'll have two breaks in the first half two in the second and let's take our time you know but if anybody feels a little bit queasy or faint or uh, is not well then off you go uh, and then we'll make a, a judgment call uh, on whether we continue because if you imagine it's going to be 34 yeah. uh, in the air your core temperature running around, even jogging around, even if they don't put a lot of uh, sprints or uh, hard paced uh, running in, their core temperature is is going to be closer to fifty as opposed to thirty four. That is uh, that the Met Office is saying it's going to be because you just heat up so quickly. What time are you uh, you looking to get in the paddling pool and get in the barbecue? <laughs> Well, we've already filled it. We filled it last night. Oh. Uh, the barbecue's out ready on the side. So we're probably around, around about two o'clock. Uh, and then with a nice, we've got a nice little sunshade uh, as well. So uh, it will be uh, beating down on my uh, little bald patch that's uh, appeared on the top of my head now. Um, but uh, yeah, so, uh, and then we have our, uh, our newest grandson, uh, who's five weeks old, coming around uh, today. So um, we're trying to keep the, uh, the front of the house cold so that he has somewhere cool to stay because he just does not like the heat at the minute. His mum and dad are saying uh, that they're, he's giving them absolute nightmares at night time because <laughs> he's, not, he's not sleeping whilst they're trying to. So, but there we go. That's uh, uh, children for you. I can't let you go before just checking. On the barbecue, what are we talking what, what, what can we expect to see here? Well, it's funny because we uh, I bought some uh, Greek themed uh, kebabs yesterday, ready for today, uh, which is pork and there's some spice and bits and pieces on. They look absolutely banging. So, uh, yeah, the next update then, when uh, if we if we talk again uh, later <laughs> in the year, right, I'll give you an update on how they tasted. But generally, your burgers, your chicken, your sausages, you know, your standard barbie. You've got to fully, fully can't a, a picture here to be posted on Twitter later on. Just, uh, just showing us <laughs> the, the All right, no, with, with my cooking uh, um, apron on. Yes. It, it but bear in mind, it's, it's, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot, so it will be just a apron. Yeah, so, no we'll, problem we'll with me, mate. <laughs> Gary, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us on the programme today and, and enjoy a, a Saturday off where you can actually enjoy the weather. Thank you very much for inviting me on, Brian. And I wish all the clubs and uh, players and match officials uh, all the best today in this hot uh, weather. Remember, hydrate, don't dehydrate. <laughs> we'll see you soon. You take care, right? Cheers, Gary. Thank you. Gary Chapman there, join us on the programme. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something I've been thinking about the last couple of days with the weather. Um, it's, it's about two years to... Uh, well, this week was the two-year anniversary of 
the day where I, I collapsed at Quedgley versus Brimscombe Frupp in a pre-season friendly. Ended up going to hospital. Didn't eat. Didn't eat before I went to the game. Um, so as Gary said there, you know, important to get your water in. So I was drinking water all morning that morning. But it didn't really occur to me to, to put food away. I thought, you know, it's a bit too warm to start really eating. And, and it caused, obviously, you know, blood sugar and everything like that just to... To be out of sync and ended up collapsing at the game. A moment, about a few seconds of, uh, I can't remember anything. And uh, yeah, it's something that, can be completely honest, it's something I'm not 100% over. Two years later, the whole day, I can remember everything about it. I can remember, um, you know, being taken to hospital. And yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. It's a weird one, and and it sort of changed the way I approach, you know, going to football in the sun or anything like that. But you know, I do have to be careful, um, maybe a bit more aware of how much I need to be more careful and how I need to, you know, look after myself. And as, as Gary saying there, take the fluids on board, make sure you're doing this, that, and the other. Um, when there was the the mini heat wave last time, which saw you know, me make a decision of not going to a game. You know, Turfley Rovers played gala on a Tuesday night and it was about 32, I think, that day. And I just thought, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to go home from work, have a night off and, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. But today I will be going to Turfley Lydney um, unless any messages come through saying the game's off or anything like that. Um, that'll be where I'll end up today. So... Yeah, I've I, I learnt my lesson. You learn your lesson the hard way sometimes. You have to, you know, learn from what you're doing. So, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's important. It is important to look after yourself, especially in this weather. Obviously, as, as Gary was alluding to there, clubs, especially if you go to Gotham City, Southern League clubs, Hellenic League clubs, you know, they'll they'll have volunteers there who will be looking after you, looking out for you if you are going to games. So, you know, you are in good hands. People will be there to support everyone. So, with that being said, we have a feature game this afternoon to look forward to. Tuffley Rovers versus Lydney Town. Both sides still looking for their first league wins of the season. We've seen Lydney. We've seen Tuffley. It's going to be a decent game. It's going to be a game where both sides um, will have to break the other down. And we're going to preview it with Tom Baldwin and Kieran Squires um, over the course of the next half an hour. So we'll start by getting Lydney Town defender Tom Baldwin on the phone. Hello. Morning, Tom Baldwin, live on 7 Sport. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? I'm all good. First and foremost, I saw the tweet yesterday from, from the club to talk about your swimming. Explain that. What what are we talking about here? Yeah, I thought that would come up, to be fair. Um, <clears throat> so, it was a game around Christmas time. Um, I picked up a random towel out of the cupboard. Um, I've got to football and realised it's got had all my uh, old swim- swimming badges on it. Um, so, the boys have taken the piss out of me a little bit. <laughs> and uh, it's just been a running joke from there, really. It's a good, good bit of banter. I don't mind it. So, so I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be something horrendous, but it turns <laughs> out it's just your, it's achievements. It's bragging about your achievements. You've come on the show, you've bragged about achievements. You also <laughs> dropped a swear word in there, which we 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 let you we let slip. Um, fair enough. You know what? What's the what? What's the best badge? What's the most impressive badge? Do you reckon? Like the most impressive achievement you've got? Good question. I think uh, maybe a mile, two miles. That's a long way, to be fair, to swim. I know. <laughs> fair play, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why they're trying to trying to out you for it. Hell of achievement, that. Yeah. Fair play to you. Just jealousy, just jealousy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this season, Lydney Town um, started so far with, with two nil-nil draws in the league. Um, we were there and saw, obviously, the game against Long Levens. Um, Lydney looked very difficult to, to break down. Um, defensively, is that something that's been worked on in pre-season? I think uh, that's going to be this year. We are working as a back four or whoever else comes in. We are trying to be as solid as possible. 
two clean sheets from two league games. And they've both been really good uh, defensive displays. So, yeah, if we're going to be uh, looking at the table this year, we need to be solid at the back, I think. Does it make it even better when you look at the, the opponents? Obviously, one of the local rivals in Long Levens and a side like Hereford Lads Club who, you know, have the capabilities to to score goals wherever they play. Yeah, they were they were a difficult sides to play against, you know, like you said, Long Levin. Today when we face um to to go up against away from home and try and get three points. Lost you a little bit there, Tom. The uh, signal wasn't great, but um, oh, sorry. <laughs> fine. Uh, so looking ahead today, um, you know we we spoke to, to Gary Chapman, former referee. We know it's going to be very very hot. You know how difficult or you know how tough is it going to be for for a player to to approach a game like this? It is going to be going to be difficult. I know we had um, some hot weather in pre season, but I don't think you can you can replicate. Games in pre-season with with what it's going to be like in the league, you know, it's a lot more difficult. Um, the standards a lot higher, and I think you know it's going to be tough. But at least we've got the five subs this year, which is going to help massively. Has, um, has anyone it, uh, has anyone given the oh, I can't play this weekend shout? <laughs> I don't think so. Actually, I think there's a few festivals going on this week, so a couple of boys are out. But apart from that, I think we're all we're all ready for it. I'm disappointed, Tom. I was hoping you were going to out someone. It was going to, I thought it was going to be amazing. He's going to out someone no. and rip him. <laughs> no, not me, not me. I was going to say, Rich Thomas did it uh, in the... Uh, I mean, I've, I've just completely grasped on Rich Thomas there, um, telling me about uh, Geordie Sheen and uh, Lewis Thompson missing the Long Levens game because they yeah. went away with their, their, their partners. Uh, didn't realise it was a group holiday. I mean, that's just... Open yeah, day of the season as well. <laughs> they're, they're, they're senior players they're supposed to be setting an example they are you're right I'm, you know, I'm agreeing with you there I'm agreeing with you but, um, but yeah big fines should have gone their way I, I think they got away with it a little bit but, um. that's outrageous that is <laughs> I, I, was told, I told Rich I was like make sure the fines are big ones and I'm, I'm, I'm not angry I'm disappointed yeah yeah so, like, like all of us. Like all of us. <laughs> so, what for the rest of the season? You know, what what sort of targets do you have from an individual, and you know, Lydney as a whole? What would be the the target for the team? For individual perspective, um, oh, I want to be in the team as much as possible, mm-hmm. uh, play as many games as possible, stay fit for the whole season, try and help, try and help out as much as possible. Uh, team's perspective, you know, last year was difficult. Um, staying up right at the end mm-hmm. um, but this year we, we definitely we think we got the squad to compete with, with anyone in this league so I'd say we, we definitely want to be uh, looking upwards rather than over, the, over our shoulders I know it's cliche but that's how we feel this season I think the new management mm-hmm. is working really well um, they worked as hard in pre-season I think we're all fitter than last season and uh, you know we've put in some good displays already and I think the goals will come. You know, we've got a lot of goals in this team. Um, Winesy, Deck, Tomo, they've all scored a lot of goals for this club. Mm-hmm. We have people like people like Steve Clark and Lewis Bamford coming in as well. It's only, it's only going to strengthen that. So, yeah, we, we've got confidence this season. I think we're going to surprise some people. So I was going to say, obviously, you've, you've have brought in a, a few new players. You mentioned Steve Clark there. Um, Lewis Bamford's with you uh, until he goes to Australia. Um, yeah. Harry Clark's joined as well. You know how well have the new boys settled into the group? Uh, yeah, really, really well. Um, we had a bit of a team bonding session down in Newquay the other week, which went really well. You know, always having some fun uh, on the pitch. I like to mention Jason Watkins as well. He had a really good yep. game on Tuesday. Uh, he's got got a bright future, that kid. So yeah, we're pleased with these players, and they've definitely um, helped our squad in a lot of ways. Yeah, we've got some confidence this season. Because obviously you still have your your core, um, you know, experienced players. We mentioned Rich Thomas there. Sam Elliott's playing in his what fiftieth season this season. Liam yep. Shepherd's obviously, you know, seeing against Long Levin still does a job wherever he plays. You know, yep. how how nice is it to see that you know mix of experience and then obviously the the new players, the younger players uh, coming through. I know the under 18s are. Are looking quite bright this year as well. You know how important is it to have that within the club? Yes, it's really important. You know, um, for example, 
playing at centre half with Sam Elliott is probably one of the best centre halves of Hellenic Hellenic scene for mm-hmm. I don't know how many years. You know, he does it season after season. It's, you know, learning off someone like him is is invaluable. Really, um, it goes you know all the way across the pitch. You got experienced players like Jamie Addis and Shino in the middle. We've got a lot of young boys there as well who are just getting better. So. Um, yeah, I think I think the mix is definitely really important for any team. Um, we need that experience when times are tough, and we need to, we need to be able to express ourselves. These young boys coming through, you know, they should be playing with no fear and just going out there and enjoying themselves. So, yeah, I think it's it's great great asset really. And what's the the message been from the management for today's game? Um, you know, not not to sort of say washy game plan, but you know, what can we expect to see from Lydney this afternoon? Uh, first and foremost, I think you know we're going to be hard to beat again. I think that has to be has to be key. And I think it's just it's just the goals that are coming. We know they're coming, but, um, but yeah, um, keep giving keep giving them chances, and you know our strikers are going to finish. So I think we've got nothing to be scared of today. I know toughly toughly over the years, but um, you know we we're, we're going there. In our minds, thinking that we can get three points today on our first three points of the season. Are you, starting? If we don't, Are you starting today? <laughs> uh, no confirmation. You know, hopefully it's a game I want to play in. I'm sure all the Lydney boys want to play in this kind of game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and obviously, looking, um, you know, further afield with with Lydney. Um, you know, you mentioned about the the management. James Morse, obviously, it's his first full season. You know how how important is it to have a, a manager like him who knows the club um, inside and out, and and you know can bring everyone together. Yeah, it's it's really good for all the players. You know, he's, he was involved with the second team last season, mm-hmm. and he's heavily involved with the youth setup. You know, it's just across the board, it's just quite cohesive with the whole club at the moment. Yeah. Um, and when I was breaking through, I was you know I used to play in the back four with with Morsi. And I know he'd, he'd die for the badge every every time he went out there. So when you play him, you have to give 100%. Otherwise, you know, you're letting him down massively. I think it go, that goes for all the boys. Mm, definitely. definitely. Um, in terms of pre-game, um, we always ask players when, when they come on, are you a bag packed the night before or do you pack it in the morning? <laughs> How organised are you? I'm not bagged before. Um, in the morning, definitely. It's everything, you know, I've got a bit of a routine, I like getting in the bath, get the legs warm, uh, get the boots clean. I, don't, I feel like these three o'clock kickoffs, you have a lot of time in the mornings to get get stuff done, so otherwise I'm just waiting around. I was going to say, you seem so laid back, mate. Yeah, I imagine you just you still in the morning. <laughs> so what is the plan this morning? What, what are you going to do? Obviously, it's going to be getting hotter and hotter as we go. Um, what, what's the plan this morning, mate? Uh, it's going to be getting a lot of, a lot of water down my neck. That's for sure. Uh, freshen up, eat some, eat a bit of grub before I go, and then I think the boys are meeting in town for a coffee, so I might join them. Yeah. And having to deal with messages in the group chat of uh, comments about your radio performance, I imagine. I imagine, yeah. I mean, we, we I, I did, I did say it. You know, a very early swear word just to relax everybody. Lovely. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Honestly, it's fine. Um, but yeah, Tom, thanks very much for, for joining us on the programme today. Really do appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at Cleveland Park later on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Tom Baldwin there. Join us on the programme. Lydney Town are in town against Tuffley Rovers this afternoon. Um, we're going to be there. Live radio, no, no, there's no radio commentary, too hot for that. Live Twitter updates from myself. I'm looking forward to it. I, 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 I get stick for my lack of going to the forest for games. Um, a couple of trips to Cinderford and Lydney a year. Um, sometimes it's just the one trip to Lydney a year. It happens. Um, so to have two Lydney games under my belt in August... It's unheard of, so I'm delighted that I've got two, um, two. Well, I'm going to have two uh, games done by by the end of August. That Lydney have been involved in. If they can uh, add some goals to their game, spice up their life a little bit, and uh, it'll be nice. You know, nice clean sheet against Long Elevens. Big, big performance really from Lydney. That was good defensive uh, display from one to eleven. 
Um, looked dangerous on the break a little bit as well without creating too many clear-cut chances. But as Tom Baldwin says there, chances are coming, therefore goals are coming. And hopefully we don't see a nil-nil today. And if I've just jinxed myself and I'm going to see a nil-nil this afternoon, then I imagine this could be the last breakfast show because it's going to be silence for me. It's going to be absolute silence. I'll be devastated. Right. The main event. The main event is here. This is what Warren Mann's been waiting for all morning. Kieran Squires is about to come on the radio show. You know, who would have thought about that? Years upon years of people saying, get Kieran Squires on. And I'm like, no. No, he's not coming on this show. But we have to. We have to get him on. He's joined Tuffley Rovers. He put in a man on a match display midweek. You know, we've got to give credit where credit's due. Hopefully, we don't have a second swear word of the morning. Otherwise, that would be a disaster. But we'll see what he says. Hello. Good morning, Kieran Squires, live on Seven Sport. How are you this morning, mate? Morning, Babs. Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Hot enough for you yet? Nah, it's not, it's not that hot. I don't know what everyone's moaning about. <laughs> so, we start with, start with the, the main thing. Obviously, you're back at Tuffley. How did the yeah. move come about? I got a message start of pre-season about just about coming back and that and I decided yeah why not I'm not getting any younger not getting any older I just thought yeah might as well give it a go one last one last hurrah just yeah get back fit and just get back playing at that level which at the moment I'm enjoying because obviously you played up front for Gloucester Rovers scored um, you know load of goals for them you're back in, in defence now. Was there ever a question that you're going to join Tuffley as their new number nine? Well, if Muzzy needs a striker, you know what I mean? If anyone's out, then you can chuck me up there if you want. You could just do a Freddie yeah. Ward and throw you up front for the last 20 minutes of the games. Yeah, Freddie, he loved playing me up front back then. I saved, saved his job. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> he'll be, be furious with that. <laughs> Yeah. What's it been like? What's it been like at Tuffley? Um, you know, during pre-season and the start of the season so far, you know, plenty of new faces, not just you, yourself coming back, but you know, the likes of Shane Bradley's back in the the coaching setup and and you know, new faces all over the pitch really. It's been it's been positive to be fair. Like he's has got well she's a bag of experience, so he knows what how to work with people, different abilities, different attitudes, that sort of thing. And he just, like having Bradders back with his experience as well, Richie obviously being a Cheltenham coach, like he's just getting all the lads together, playing good football, getting us fit, you know, because there's not, there's not bags of experience in that team at the moment, so if you get, to, get a couple of faces in and that, then we can all work experience out the young lads, they just all work together with it. And what did you make of the, the game on Tuesday night? Obviously, Morven were always going to be a difficult side. Um, you know, Tuffley take the lead inside 42 seconds, I think it was. Morven, you know, grew into the game as they went, got the equaliser and, and ultimately went on to win the game. Um, but, you know, what was the, the consensus like in the, the change room after the game? I think it's a, it a bit of disappointment, but if you look at the last two league games, we've played two teams that, on paper, should be in the top four, mm-hmm. realistically. And we've played Slimbridge in the FA Cup. We're a league above, and we've lost in the 92nd and 96th minute. So, it's more disappointment, to be honest, knowing that we've scored an early goal against Mulburn. And yeah, Mul- Mulburn are a good team. We're going to look at their budget. Do you know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. going to be some flair players in that team who know if they go 1-0 down after a quick time, they're going to want to get back into it, get another goal back and just play from there. So, yeah, everyone was disappointed knowing that we scored early and we could, to be honest, if we took took some chances and that, it could have been a completely different story. And, and obviously, you're going to a game today at home against a, a local rival in Lydney um, who was sort of similar similar fortunes last year to, to Tuffley in a way, similar position at the end of the ta- end of the season and the table. Um, are you approaching the game today as, you know, this is a very winnable game for Tuffley? 
Um, I think, no disrespect to Lydney, but it's our first chance where we can look at it and go, there's three points to take from there. Mm. Like, don't get wrong, Lydney are a good team, they're a strong team, they always have been. But that's the one team who's playing Brimskin and Marlborough knowing that they should be top five. And Lydney probably know themselves that they won't be up there. It's a game where we can win and they can win as well. Do you know what I mean? They'll look at it as well uh, and think, yeah, we could take three points. There's a game which you just say it, you just see how 90 minutes go. And in, in terms of the, the squad, obviously, we're not expecting you to say you know, what the Tuffley squad is and, and reveal that information. But, um, you know, it, how positive is the squad going into the game today? Uh, yeah, we got we got a strong team, I believe. I think so. Yeah, we'd be all right. It'd be very, it's very positive at the moment. Mm. Right at the start, thinking we didn't have the best of pre-season with some results and that, but we started we started brightly against Brimscombe, getting a draw, getting a draw up there. So I think there's a bit of a buzz about. Yeah, we lost in the week, but there's still everyone's still believing that. Yeah, we'll be all right this season. With, with Brockworth being off in uh, the Northern Senior League, can we expect to see McCauley Herbert in the squad again? No comment. I can't drop, can't drop no comments here, Brian. You know that. Teaser. I take, it, it, Warren, I take it Warren Man's in there. He's already been on the text messages. He won't leave me alone he, this morning. He's probably in the Seymour Cup at the moment, having a breakfast. That's his meal prep these days, being over 30. <laughs> What's yours? Where are you going? The Trojan? or? No, we're an athlete now. What's, what's the, talk me through it then the morning routine what are we looking at uh, just just took the dog for a walk just have a little little stretch sit on the sofa watch soccer AM get the bag ready you know yeah. I, th- I thought you'd be a bag the night before kind of guy no no just chill out the night before try not to think of it and then Saturday you get your head on and play so, that's, my, that's my prep Ryan so that's all you're going to be doing today mate Get hydrated. Yeah, fancy fair on that, mate. Um, one thing I wanted to speak to you about, obviously, you know, booked you on the program, and then yesterday there was the the news that the Gloucester Rovers are looking to, you know, get a new pitch. It seems that they're they're not going to be able to use their changing facilities going forward. So, um, you know, bit of a, a scupper to to their early season plans. You know how how important is it for for a club like Gloucester Rovers to to keep going and and to find somewhere? Oh, Gloucester, they're a great team, great set of lads. Obviously, my dad's took the management now, mm-hmm. so he he's doing that. But honestly, if just a little shout out for anyone, if you're looking for a club and you you want to go and enjoy your football, then always give Gloucester Rovers a message that welcome you with open arms. Don't need to be the best ability. Don't. You don't even need to have to play football before. If you want to go and enjoy yourself, get a bit of fitness. Any club looking for players, just go and enjoy yourself. Go and play. Well, if players like you and Reese Lewis can score goals for Gloucester Rovers and put in performances, I'm pretty sure the majority of people will be able to, to do the same, mate, to be fair. Well, Ryan, I've always said it. I've always been a striker. <laughs> Reese, I can't, I just, I can't speak about it. I can't talk about Reese Lewis. Well, he overtook his goals tally for for Gloucester Rovers, mate. I mean, how uh, has he been in your DMs? Disappointed, or have you bragged to him? You know, how's he feeling about that? Um, I don't know, Ryan. He, to be fair, he scored his goals in the league below, so I've got one up on him already. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, Kieran, thanks very much, mate, for joining us on the program today. Um, we look forward to catching up with you at Cleveland Park later on. Yeah, no worries, mate. Cheers, Roy. Kieran Twyze there joining us on the programme. Gloucester Rovers all-time all-time goal scorer, I think, or scored the most goals in a season. I can't really remember. I tried to, to distance myself from from Kieran Twyze's achievements, but he'll be in the uh, squad today for Tuffley Rovers in their game against Lydney Town. That is about it for the week. We're, we're wrapping up a little bit early. We've, we've made good time. Um, this week. Remember, it's going to be a warm one. So listen to Gary Chapman's advice. Start taking on water as soon as possible. Make sure the hydration is there. 
enjoy whichever game you go to. That is the most important thing. Um, make sure that we all look after ourselves and each other and we'll get through it. And then, you know, it's a little bit cooler next week, a little bit rainy next week as well, so we can all start moaning about the rain. And we don't have to worry about the sun anymore because our summer will be over. Um, on the website, 7 uk, you will notice that there is no 7-7s seven this week. Um, that is because... With the Northern Senior League uh, calling games off, there was rumours that Hellenic League potentially were going to start calling games off if it was too hot in the morning. Um, so I made the decision to just postpone it this week um, in case there was going to be a you know a glut of games getting called off. Um, then the Hellenic League went out yesterday afternoon and said, "Oh yeah, we'll still play games. You just got to have loads of breaks." So yeah, kind of wish I'd still run it, but. Yeah, I'm happy in the end that we, we delayed it a week. So a week off for the 7-7s, seven you won't see that on there, but you will see previews from a number of the uh, Southern League sides, from Brimscombe and Frupp, from Sam Pryor, um, looking ahead to their game, 7 Sport Locator UK, for all of the latest non-league news in and around Gloucestershire. Um, check out the, 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 the next week's coverage. Plenty of games to come between now and the end of August. And then we'll be back here same time next week for more Buddies for Breakfast. And then it is also FA Cup Day. So a little bit of a teaser. A couple of big guests on the programme next week. Going to drop that in there. 7sport at KDK on the Twitter at 7sport. Facebook.com forward slash 7sport. And we'll be here next week. Thanks for joining us. You can listen again. You can't just leave without dropping that. You can listen again to this programme, as you can with every other broadcast that we do here at 7 Sport this season. Um, That is on the Anchor FM, on Spotify, and available on the website. And uh, he's going to be pretty upset that I haven't said it throughout the programme. But of course, Buddies for Breakfast is sponsored this season by Matt Yates and 7 Sparks for all your um, electrician needs especially your electric vehicle chargers. Matt Yates is the man. He's not the man this weekend. He's away on a stag doing Barcelona, so he won't listen to this, so it's fine. Um, but when he's back, he is the man. The man, especially for the electric vehicle chargers. So check him out, Seven Sparks, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, and on the website as well, sevensparks.co.uk. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit 7sport.co.uk.